Did you know there is a type of sales opportunity with a success rate of 91% and that most salespeople are missing those opportunities every single day? Welcome to Serving Not Selling. And here's our big idea. When you build more relationships, you have more leads, more leverage, and more life. Finally, you can build your business on your terms by cultivating relationships and serving people with consistency and intention. Let's get into it. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Serving Not Selling. This episode, though we are often lighthearted and having a lot of fun, which we always do, this one is going to take a little bit of a a more serious turn. And we're going to talk today and try to unpack what it's like dealing with grief and being an entrepreneur. Because uh, many people know, many people don't know at the time of recording this, and this is not when it's going to launch, but at the time of recording this, uh, my mom passed away uh, 27 days ago. And she had battled with cancer for eight years and by the Lord's kindness had seven and a half-ish years and did really well after giving her only 18 months. But in the last two months or so, she really went downhill very quickly. She had to have Uh, About two months before she passed, she had to have a surgery on her nose to remove a different kind of cancer that had popped up. And in that time was off her cancer medicine and uh, the the cancer spread to her liver, which we found that out on uh, Wednesday. The next day she had to have emergency surgery, which also was unrelated to the cancer. And, but that, that surgery went well, uh, but uh, she was supposed to start chemo. So Wednesday, we find out it's in the liver Thursday. She has a surgery. She was supposed to start chemo on Monday because they were trying to stop this thing. Uh, But she couldn't because she was still in the hospital recovering from surgery, went home for a day and a half. Uh, We thought she was getting ready to be uh, recover until she started chemo. And that Saturday, the next day to home for a day and a half, the next day, she goes back to the emergency room with really, really bad pain. She said scale of 10, it was 12 out of 10 and uh, uh, come to find out that the cancer had uh, what the word is metastasized, but really grew very rapidly in her liver and ultimately led to total liver failure. And she passed away on a Tuesday, uh, that Tuesday. So it was very quick. And I just want to be real and honest and Tyler and I will have a conversation, but I just want to be real and honest with you all, our audience, because this is the real stuff that happens in life. And, uh, you know, first transparency, this is, it has made me even more fired up about helping you all because uh, I got to shut down for four weeks and, and two of those weeks were really being with mom at the end. And the other two weeks were just being with dad uh, as we planned the funeral and, and, and just not wanting him to be alone and being able to do that and just be there with him and spend the night with him. And my wife was amazing and all, but, uh, and I was so fortunate and am so fortunate because my businesses are structured in such a way that if I'm not there, nothing falls apart, right? I can be gone and it's okay. And it fires me up because I'm worried about you all because I know so many people, especially real estate agents, that if you were gone for four weeks, your business would fall apart and and you can't go do the things. Your business hampers you from doing and being in the places that you need to be. And that's not okay. And we want to help you figure out a better way to do that. And so as I've reflected so much over these past few weeks of losing mom, I am absolutely devastated. 
I was telling Tyler about an hour and a half ago, I was just crying in my, my youngest, uh, my little one's room, uh, just sitting there by myself in the dark. And I didn't even know why. Uh, and so, uh, I, I have been certainly grieving, but at the same time, so grateful for, uh, I didn't know when I was building the businesses this way and, and working on trying to find a better way and building it in a way that people respected that I needed to be gone and they wouldn't just run away and leave me. I didn't know that it was going to lead to this, uh, but I'm grateful that it did. And I want that for you. I want because what's inevitable is we all die. I mean, we just do like the the ending is going to be different for everybody. My wife lost her dad four years ago. Then he's going to be different for everybody, but we all come to an end. And uh, I want you to have the ability to say, if something happens to someone you love, you can just go be with them. And the grieving process has been really hard as an entrepreneur because it just, things don't stop. Right. I'm also a dad, just like Tyler. I've got three little ones like he does and things just don't stop. And uh, so today, that's just a little backstory today. I just, I don't know. We're going to have an open dialogue. I haven't figured it out to ask my (laughs) wife. I don't know what I'm doing, but just trying to understand how do we grieve properly while being entrepreneurs? How do we work through difficult times? Uh, Because they come and they will keep coming, right? This is life. And how do we continue to do that in a way that is honoring to the the situation that we're in, but also uh, continues to move things forward or keep them growing or or in a position where if they're our livelihood, they keep providing for us, right? How do we do that well? Uh, and I don't know that answer. I really don't. And I've struggled with understanding the grief process. And uh, And I'm only 27 days in. But, uh, you know, I just told T and, and he was on board, like, let's just talk about something real. This is real. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and this just be me being really honest with you guys that I'm really struggling and I'm really suffering through this. And um, I don't know what I'm doing. And a lot of times I just want to be alone and I don't even know why uh, I'll be trying to work on something. And then I just can't. Um, and I'm used to just grinding it out, but I can't. Um, and that's different for me and that's hard. And so, uh, you know, maybe, I don't know, maybe through sharing my, my struggle and my grief, uh, it will encourage some of you all that we understand. So anyways, T there's, there's, there's a nice intro for you. There's a backstory. Yeah. Yeah. No, (laughs) gee, I appreciate you how like vulnerable you've been through all this. And, And I think this is, we talk about this a lot together and we're really open about our relationship on the show but what it looks like um, to have. We talk about relationships intimately. Uh, We talk about our inner circle a lot and what it looks like to have the right people around you that um, come together and value the same things that you value. So I think that's been really affirmed in the last month as you've um, grieved and mourned the loss of Mrs. Maroon, she's an amazing woman. Um, But your ability to step away. And there's a lot of things to to talk about there, but being able to step away, one is just affirmation of having businesses structured in a way that you don't have to be there. And that that's really the, you know, the, the motivation of our, you know, 
of our of our leverage model of serving not selling is to create that ability and capacity for people to be able to do that. You know, hopefully people are able to step away for times of joy more to, more often than they are in times of grieving like this. You know, we want you know to hear the stories of you know parents where they're with their kids and they're able to take their brides on vacation or husbands on vacation and um, and do and live the life that we are seemingly working for all the time. Um, so it that's the ultimate motivation in the thing. But also as you stepped away, the people that are in your innermost circle were one, the ones that just picked up the reins and, and kept going with it, but also the people that were with you. More importantly, they were the people that were alongside you um, and cared just as much prioritized you and your family more than the business in the first place. And so I think that being having the right people around you again is just further affirmation that you will be supported and cared for when you make decisions that are best for yourself and for your family first. Um, and if you're on a team or around people that you know don't feel the same way, then you're clearly not pulling on the same side of the road. When the when the rubber meets the road, that's when people's true motivations and character really gets revealed. And obviously, none of us want to endure the pain that you know you've gone through. And death is really, really hard. But there's hope in the Lord, as was testified throughout um, Mrs. Maroon's um, memorial service. That was a, really a celebration more than it was anything. Um, but that people were all on the same team together. So I think, you know, I guess just some practical questions is, or, you know, one thing I want to ask you is, um, you know, how, how, do, what does it look like when, and you and I talked about over, as we've talked over the last few weeks, I mean, life is busy, business is busy, and there's always distractions. And I hear you talk about how we need to find time for you to sometimes get away to yourself and, and mourn and grieve and process. Um, not that your family isn't incredibly important to you and your relationships aren't a priority, but it's sometimes we have to find, recognize how we process our emotions, how we grieve, um, and really identify what that looks like. Um, and without any margin in our schedules or without any you know ability to step away from things, that becomes impossible. And then if we're not able to grieve and mourn and celebrate and then ultimately move forward with that as a, as a memory that we carry with us as motivation rather than something that holds us back, um, you know, then that's ex- going to do exactly that. So just t- talk to a little bit about what you've learned over the last month as you've um, identified how you grieve and how you've balanced um, you know, creating the space for that. And it may be being uncomfortable at times to, to step away on your own, like just share a little bit about practically speaking, what it's been like for you to grieve. Yeah. So uh, this is really raw for me, right? So mm-hmm. y'all are just going to hear me really raw audience. I, I don't know. None of this is scripted. And these are just thoughts that I have again. So, so new, but, but, you know, a, a thought that just kept coming back to my mind was, um, when there's life to live, live it, right? And when there's death to grieve, grieve it. And we need space for both of those. And I think when, you know, I've tried to unpack and I'm so grateful for the Lord's kindness and the way I built my business with none of this stuff in mind, right? I, I wasn't building it like, well, one day when mom gets really sick, it'll allow me to step away. Like I wasn't thinking about that. I did, you know, that was never a, a reason why I was doing this. It's become an amazing byproduct that I desire for everyone listening 
but th- when you have a heart that is focused on serving people and loving people and caring for people well, then when you ask them to do the same to you, they understand, right? I think it's, I think it's an understanding. And I'm going to get your question, but I think it's an understanding of I've always tried to, in my business, put my people and their needs above my own, right? Just genuinely trying to care for them. And what's really hard for me is for asking, is asking for people to care for me back. I'm not, I'm good at caring. I'm bad at being cared for. And when I have clients that are reaching out or people asking questions or whatever, and I just, now many of them knew, I mean, man, so many of my clients sent flowers to the, to the memorial or sent me handwritten notes, like just the, that's amazing to think that the business has brought in people that genuinely care that much is, is a gift. Mm. Uh, but, but when I would just tell people, Hey, just, just so you know, like, Hey, I lost my mom a little bit ago. And, uh, I just don't know that I'm in the space to talk about selling your home right now. They'd say, Oh man, I'm so sorry. Like, I totally understand. Take your time. Just let me know when you want to talk. Right. Like people understand you, you didn't treat them like a commodity. So they don't treat you like a commodity. Mm-hmm. They're a person and you're a person. So mm-hmm. How do I work through those things, man? I don't even know yet. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't. I don't know how to find space. I, I I have gotten back very quickly to trying to get back into my schedule, and sometimes it so so just total transparency. Most of the time, I have a relatively full schedule and I'm doing pretty good. Uh, but I, for whatever reason, for me, the way it plays out is I physically start to like my muscles feel really tight. Like my mm. back feels really tight right now. Mm. And I just start to get really tired. And for whatever reason, that's like my physical sign that grief is coming. And I think a lot of it is like just trying to push through during the day and doing the things that I need to do. But in transparency, even as someone who is relatively good with my schedule, I am filling it up probably too much. You know, like I, I, there, there is, this is real raw. There is a fear of allowing myself to be in position where I'll grieve, right? There's a fear of it's quiet and now I'm going to feel it again. Mm -hmm. And that's scary. I mean, I'm just being super honest. That scares Mm -hmm. me. Mm -hmm. And it's scary to think about. You know, it's it's such a weird place because you're stuck in between of I don't want to acknowledge that this this really happened. I loved my mom, uh, and I'm and I am heartbroken for my kids. Uh, and you don't want to acknowledge that it's real, and then and so you're kind of like, okay, well, if I just move forward, maybe it's not real, and and you know whatever. And so you start trying to plan for the future and, you know, we're recording this October 31st on Halloween and I'm thinking, okay, maybe I can start planning for 2023. And then it's just there and you feel bad for moving on and you feel bad for being stuck. And so it's just a really tough place to be. And, and this is all I'll say. I don't know that much yet. And I will gladly continue to share my process in hopes that it encourages anyone. That's the only reason I'm sharing. But what I'm learning is just being gracious with myself. I, there are t- there's been times when I've talked to Rachel, my wife, who's been so helpful, and I'll say, I don't know what I should be feeling, and she will always say, You're not supposed to be feeling anything. Just be honest with what you do feel, mm-hmm. and allow yourself to feel it. Mm-hmm. And that's difficult, and that's mm-hmm. hard. And you don't, as an encouragement, we don't need to be okay. 
Hmm. And when you focus on serving, we focus on relationships. You don't need to be okay. They don't need to see you okay all the time. Hmm. They need to know that you're real too. Hmm. And, and, and that you can understand the challenges that life brings. And I'm not always the happy guy, right? I mean, I'm relatively optimistic and positive, but it's been hard. For, I feel bad sometimes when I am recently, uh, like, why am I happy? I shouldn't be, but then I think, but I should be, <laughs> it's okay. Uh, mm-hmm. she's with the Lord and I can move on and grieve, but, but also be joyful. So I don't even remember what your question was, <laughs> if I'm honest, uh, good. but, but just like, just sharing through like the, the reality of suffering and hopeful that I just want our audience to know, like I, we hear you, we know what that is like. We are uh, with you in that. And, and we want to support you in that. And what I don't want to, what I don't want anyone to, to feel and walk away with, because I think real estate in so many ways is put on a face and go sell some homes. And that's just not the way to do it. Mm-hmm. You, just, you just can't like, let's be real, not fake. Let's love people the way they are, the people that we know. Let's care for them right where they are. Let's not avoid when it's hard and let's not avoid when they're struggling and you can, it is scary, but you can jump in there and say, guys, what's going on? How can I help you? Right. It's made me more sympathetic and compassionate towards my people. Just today, I spent an hour and I'm going to start spending an hour once a week. And I picked 10 people in my database and I just thought about them, to be honest. I literally thought about them like, man, what could I do to help that person? And a lot of them, it ended up being, I reached out and said, hey, just thinking about you. And I, I know this person, I think you guys should meet each other. Can I connect you? Right. Or, oh, you know what? They just had a baby. I should, I should have congratulated them or see how they're doing, see if they need a meal. One person responded and said, we'd love a meal. It's been like four months, you know, so people aren't giving them meals anymore. And just stopping to think about them and recognize the real value of these relationships that we have and loving them well is so much more important than, and being honest with who we are, so much more important than go smile. You're a real estate agent. Go sell some houses, right? If you will love them the way they are, and I've heard this wasn't me. I didn't come up with this. I don't know who said it, but loving the real them, not the ideal them, they will then love the real you, not the ideal you. And you can just be honest. Mm-hmm. This is what happened. I don't know that I'm in a space to talk about it. Can I come to your house in a few weeks? Oh mm-hmm. yeah, absolutely, man. I'm so sorry that happened. Yeah. Yeah. That's good, man. I, again, thanks so much for sharing and being honest. It's your encouragement to me. Your story will be an encouragement to many. And what I think the last thing I want to share before I let you close this out, but Anne Maroon's legacy is something that is an inspiration. And when I was sitting, I've never been to a memorial service where so many people spoke of how encouraged they were were by not only her friendship and her leadership and her motherhood, but um, for faith. And uh, there was, it was, I've never seen anything like it. And so what it opened my eyes to was what legacy really looks like and leaving an impact in the hundreds and hundreds of people that were present um, to celebrate her because of the difference that she made in their life. And, and that's what vocation means. You know, it wasn't because she you know, was a CEO of a fortune 500 company, but it was because um, she lived her calling and she obediently pursued where she was called to. And a lot of people um, had their lives changed just by knowing her. And that's what um, inspires 
me vocationally inspires our relationship and what we do here um, and what we're trying to do and help you guys each and every day. So, um, but it was special. Her life was special and it is a encouragement to, to a lot of us here. So thanks for yeah, sharing. That's, G. Good. that's great. Yeah. I mean, she was a great example of service. And like you said, I mean, there were almost 400 people there and here's my mom, five foot one, you know, 125 pounds, maybe if she'd ate too much food and just the sweetest woman you'd ever meet. And she, you know, so many stories of she is right in the middle of that season of her health is declining rapidly. Someone loses one of their children and mom signs up to bring them a meal while she was getting meals because she had just been in the hospital. And my dad tells the story of he asked my mom, how are you going to do that, honey? And she said, I don't know, but I'm going to find a way. Mm-hmm. Like the, just the deep desire to serve people well. That was the impact, like you said, T. That was it. It wasn't because she was trying to build a business. It wasn't because she wanted a bunch of notoriety. In fact, it was quite the opposite. It wasn't for any reason other than she wanted to love people well, the way Christ loved her. And she just did it. She just found a way. And that's what we're about. And Tyler and I are not great at this all the time by any means, right? I know I built a big business by serving people. I know I've done it for a long time, but I am not perfect at this, not even close, right? It was her real passion, her real heart to just care for people well. And like you said, Tyler, I mean, even in the sense of, I'm just wrapping this up, but even in the sense of one of the comments I saw on a Facebook post I made was uh, an old baseball parent uh, friend of ours, actually mm. Tyler. And he said, you know, didn't know each other very well, but I, but I, this is the one thing I remember of Ann, my mom. He said, I remember one time after a game, my son hadn't played very well, neither did your son. And I was pretty frustrated with my son, but I remember watching Ann be kind and loving towards Garrett and encouraging him and helping him understand that it's okay as long as he tried to do it well and he's going to continue to try to do better and the and he literally says the way she didn't even know there's no way she would have known this but the way that he watched her handle my relation or our relationship me and mom has this is 20 plus years ago right he still thinks about it today And so when we understand the impact we can have on people, my hope is that as we focus on serving and not selling, that we will understand that service is not our tagline to get business, right? Service is from a deep desire to really care for people. They need to be cared for. They want to be connected with. They want someone to love them, right? And they want someone to love and know the real them. And let's do that. Let's make that our mission. And probably, and I can guarantee it, that the byproduct is you will build a business. But that can't be the mission. The mission is to care for people and leave an impact, like you said, Tyler. So for whatever that's worth, I love you, mom. And I'm so grateful for your legacy. And I hope that in many ways that this podcast will be a legacy of hers as well. And for our audience, if you're dealing with, whatever, or it's really hard. Like I get it. I'm really literally in the, in the middle of it. And so if, if you just need to talk or I can be an encouragement or Tyler, please reach out. My number is 804-878-2200. 
you can email me Garrett at businessbyrelationships.com and would love to talk and just be in here and, uh, and grieve with you uh, if that's what's needed. So uh, we genuinely love you, our audience. We really do. And we show up every day. I guess we don't do it every day. That's a lot. Mm -hmm. But we show up every time we do this because we really want to help. Like that's, I just hope more than anything, you hear our heart behind. We just want something greater for you. And if we can play a small role in that, we want to do that. So we'd love for you to reach out and we'd love to help in any way we can. So thanks for tuning in. If you have friends that have dealt with grief and have struggled with being an entrepreneur in that season or whatever it is, uh, I hope you share this with him. I, I don't know if anything is helpful. I hope it was. Uh, but if anything, I, I hope that you will tell them that people understand and it's okay to be honest. It's okay to be where you are. And if we can serve you in any way, let us know. Thanks, audience. See you next time. Thanks for listening to Serving Not Selling. And especially thank you for sharing the show with other salespeople and reviewing the show on your favorite podcast app. Every time you share the show, you are potentially changing someone's life. And if you're loving this whole business by relationship approach and you want help to start your own perfect 36 touch system, we can do most of that work for you. Just go to businessbyrelationships.com backslash chat to grab a time to chat with me to see if we're a good fit. And stay tuned for the next episode of Serving Not Selling.